I am the knight. I am Batblood. Welcome back, everyone, to the next episode of Cafe Yesterday's Batcast miniseries. I want to start off first and foremost by apologizing for my long absence. I was dealing with some moderate health issues at the time. But I'm back and stronger than ever and ready to jump right back into it. Batman the Telltale series is the first ever choice-based and Telltale game I've ever played. And I have loved it ever since. The very beginning shows just how engaging the combat and the dialogue is only in the first couple of minutes. The story pulls you in nearly instantly and has you on the hook for the entire game. You witness scandals, cover-ups, corruption, all to the point where you honestly question who your allies truly are. This game takes place when Batman is still barely accepted by a select few cops, but is still good friends with Jim Gordon, who at this point has not yet become the police commissioner. It's in its own self-contained universe, rather than an established medium such as Batman Year One, Hush, or even The Long Halloween. Without giving too much away... Believe me when I say you're going to see a lot of familiar faces in very familiar roles, though one or two of them may be a bit surprising, but again, I don't want to spoil it. Just trust me when I say this game is so worth picking up, playing all the way through, just binging the entire series. I tell you now, this game was a masterpiece of choice-based games. Honestly, I can't recommend it enough. I really, truly can't. There's Troy Baker, who does a fantastic job as Batman. Then we have... I do believe it was Laura Bailey voicing Catwoman. But beyond that, I won't spoil it too much. But you will recognize a few familiar voices, and I will tell you, they do a fantastic job. This game essentially is Batman's first major challenge. He's pushed to his very limits and beyond. Believe me when I say, you will not expect who the true villain is. I sure as hell didn't. And sometimes, even when replaying the game, I still feel a level of shock because of how well they built up to the final act. And you had to be really paying seriously close attention to every little detail to even get a clue as to who the main villain just might be. And I guarantee you'll still be shocked. Now, one interesting thing about this game is it was so well done and so well received that it actually received a second season. 
you not only jump into the game slightly differently than season one, you're introduced to some characters who should be very familiar to those who studied and keep up with the Batman lore in general. Throughout this game, you really have to rely more on your guile than in the first season. Even, even, even in the first season, you still have to be a little more cunning and a little more debonair than some might expect. But in season two, you really have to put your charm and your guile and your cunning to the test. You, yeah, I'm talking about cunning and guile. I sound like such a Slytherin. <laughs> the interesting thing about this game is not only do you have to rely on, on more guile and more character relationships than in the first season, you wind up having to do some rather morally questionable actions to progress or things might not go in your favor or you can stay on certain end of the moral compass and hope that things work out for you. But even more than that, more than season one, you just really have to pay attention. And I mean really pay attention and be careful with just how you interact with people. Because one wrong command, one wrong phrase, and someone's life could be in serious danger. Or events could spiral in ways that you would not expect. In this season, Batman faces some of his toughest and most infamous rogues. And also, he finds himself caught in the middle of multiple factions as he struggles, and I do mean struggles, to protect Gotham. He's forced to make some seriously difficult choices that not only test him, but they shape the kind of hero he is at the end. Now, one other thing I should definitely mention. With some choice-based games, Telltale in particular, it follows a pretty certain linear path from beginning to end, with the major differences being how you interact with certain people, how you put together certain clues maybe, things of that nature, but overall it more or less proceeds the same way with slightly different results. With Batman Telltale Season 2, there are a small handful of choices that can be made that will vastly, vastly, immensely change the outcome of the end of the story. I don't, I want to tell you so badly just what that really means, but well, all I can say is play it yourself, you will not be disappointed, and you most certainly will not be bored. Both seasons are worth a play, but you really have to play season one first, because the choices you make there have a pretty significant impact on 
just how things play out towards the end. Like I said, I cannot recommend this enough, and being that Halloween recently passed, you might be in the mood for some Batman. In the meantime, thank you all for joining me. Stay smart, stay safe, and may the power be.